missed it, download it. This is the Morning Sickness Podcast. I love it. It's brilliant. On 957therock.com and the 957therock app. Maybe this will refresh your memory. Since 2008, the morning sickness with Brian, Gene, and Shaw have been your wake-up specialists. Like old times, huh? Now it's time to take a look back. Go way back. It's the Monday morning throwback. Every Monday morning from the Sweet Stop and Sandwich Shop in Preston. Going all the way back to 2016 with this one, Shaw. The Monday morning throwback brought to you by the Sweet Stop and Sandwich Shop in Preston. The best little sub shop you've never heard of. They got to change their slogan because I've right. heard of them. You've I've, heard of them. I've heard of them. I think people have heard of them now. I've enjoyed their treats. Oh, yes, I have. Cheesecakes. Uh, I'm going to be headed there in a couple weeks That's for a right. stop. Very excited. I'm going to eat all the sandwiches and all the cheesecakes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sign up your damn self, you bum. I'm not signing up for you. Sweet stop at Sandwich Shop in Preston. Hooking you up with the Monday morning throwback. 2016, you were off for the day. And we were uh, we were getting Drew in the newsroom, and he had a uh, hashtag Florida man story from 2016 about a guy in a trailer park in Florida okay. who uh, was very upset about getting evicted. So here we go with the Monday morning throwback. Shall you ready? Yep. Give it a listen. Angered over his recent eviction from a mobile home park, a Florida man carrying a five-gallon bucket allegedly snuck back into the property and contaminated the community swimming pool with feces. Oh, yeah. Thomas Mason targeted the embassy. He had a old five-gallon bucket full of his poop. Yep. This is great. This is my kind of jam. Slow down with this one. I want to get all the uh, minutiae. I want all the details on this guy. from? So a guy in Florida, right? Gets kicked yep. out of his house. Hashtag Florida. Trailer yep. home. Trailer yep. park. Trailer park. Oh, I love Called it. Called the this... Embassy Mobile Home. Oh. Yeah. So they got the name. Highfalutin. High, clo- high class. Highfalutin well, Embassy. Pool, first of all. Yeah. Wow. Let's, what kind of pool is it? Is it above ground one of those ones that you buy at, like, you know, at a convenience store? <laughs> well, <laughs> one of those inflatable things? Yeah. It's yeah. It's got a ring in it. It's Florida. only big enough for so two probably kids. Probably not. I think it's required you have a pool there. But... I have one of those pools. <laughs> The Embassy Mobile Home Park. The Embassy Mobile nice. Estates, uh, Sean. Upscale. Not Mobile Park, ups- Sorry, Estates. My estates. Bad. But yeah, that Florida man had uh, made his own brew, his witch's brew, in that five-gallon bucket and showed up and dumped it in the pool. And needless to say, it didn't go too well for him. If you want to hear the rest of our conversation about that hashtag Florida man, go to the Morning Sickness page at 957therock.com or the 957therock app, the Monday morning throwback. Brought to you, of course, by the Sweet Stop and Sandwich Shop in Preston. And uh, this Monday, we're going back to 2016 with the guy in Florida who uh, dumped a five-gallon bucket of his own poop in the pool at the at the uh, mobile home park. <laughs> Estates. Estates, excuse me. Let me make sure I use the proper terminology. Who the hell are you guys? It's the best of the morning sickness. Only on 95.7 The Rock. Welcome to the show. Wine and cheese go together like peanut butter and jelly, right? Cheese goes good with wine? National Wine and Cheese Day. You want some cheese with that wine? Two of my favorite things. It is National Wine and Cheese Day. Today is the day to celebrate that. Is there anything better than wine and cheese? Wine and wine. Wine is what there you That's well, true. I love cheese. I love wine. It's showtime, baby. National Wine and Cheese Day, Shaw, on a Monday. Your favorite. Cheese I enjoy. Mm-hmm. Wine, not so much. No. 
I wonder what the appropriate celebration is for National Wine and Cheese Day. Uh, maybe a nice cab with a 12-year-old uh, aged cheddar. There's all kinds of other wines. Peanut Noir. I do have some aged cheddar in my mm-hmm. in my crisper drawer, Shaw. I've got some smoked gouda in there as well. Mm-hmm. One thing I'm definitely not going to enjoy is a glass of wine today because <laughs> I hate wine. I think it's disgusting. Actually, my name isn't cheese anymore. It's Gordon Pritchard. Oh, yeah. Cheese. <laughs> <laughs> I do enjoy some good cheese, Shaw. National Wine and Cheese Day. They Cele- do go together. Celebrate with some wine and some cheese or maybe a nice cold glass of beer and some cheese. If you're not into wine like uh, yours truly here. I'm supposed to spit it out. But no way, Jose. My spin this stuff out. It tastes like fruit. <laughs> we get your wine cooler, perhaps? You know, those, as a kid, I enjoyed those in my parents' basement because they were sugary. Right. It was like fruit juice, and then it gave you a buzz. Right. But I can't drink the gut rot. I get the gut mm-hmm. rot now as an adult. I, I don't know. I Riesling is about the only wine I can stand. Yeah, I I'm like at the other end of the spectrum. Give me a big, bold, deep red. And... Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. God. What, was that? what was that? Is that cheese? Have you eaten cheese? How much cheese have you eaten today? How much cheese is too much cheese? Any amount of cheese before a date is too much cheese. Yeah. I had a lot of cheese. I had a block of cheese. Okay, just a block of cheese. I was very nervous. I started eating cheese, man. Does that calm you down? Just don't breathe in her direction, okay? Whatever you do. How much cheese is too much cheese? What a what a brilliant question that from is Charlie a good question, Day. Yes. That is a great question. National Wine and Cheese Day today. Sweetberry wine. <laughs> I do enjoy quoting Dr. Steve Brule whenever yes. my wife orders wine. At a restaurant, but I would never, ever never order, a order wine. It's also, by the way, uh, National Hot Fudge Sunday Day. Mm. And uh, I think most importantly, Shaw, National Hire a Veteran Day. So, uh, obviously, uh, there's plenty of jobs out there. And if you've got a veteran that's uh, applying for the job, mm-hmm. maybe maybe put them above everybody else. Can you do that? In this I don't know if you can do that. You can't do that? Everybody's got to be an equal opportunity employer. Have you ever met an unequal opportunity employer? Is there such a thing? <laughs> I'm sure I think there I is. I worked for that guy once. Yeah. I, I think they pay you under the table, right? right? Isn't that the deal? Brian, Gene, and Shaw get their best stuff every Saturday morning. Good morning. Good morning to you, too. Surprise and Shaw. The best of the morning sickness. Surely for flapjacks? Only on 95.7 The Rock. Uh, police in England responded to a burglar alarm at a store and arrived to find the culprit. A squirrel stealing nuts and bird food. Police uh, tweeted their officers responded to the store as the business was closed on Saturday night. Officers arrived to find the alarm had been triggered by a trespassing squirrel, which was stealing nuts and bird food. That's a very sensitive alarm. Police tweeted that unfortunately he was too quick and nimble for us and got away. He is a good and smart master and he made his (laughs) color so that I may talk. Squirrel! And we don't have uh, more information on this one, but a man in Florida was recently arrested after he stole a Ford pickup truck and drove to the Space Force base where he apparently planned to warn the government about a fight happening between aliens and Chinese dragons. Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah. What's going on in his mind? Yeah. Mm. Screw these Godzilla versus Kong movies. Let's get some aliens and dragons. Right? I like this. I like the way this is going. This is going places. Yes. I like it. Hell yeah. You had to warn them. What? Did he get to warn him, or did they arrest him before he got? I the... think he was arrested first. Yes. Did they get the message after the arrest? Well, yes. They now know. I'm what very he concerned. Was going to what warn if there's actually aliens? And what dragons? if he's right? What if he's right? Yeah. And NASA doesn't. Is it a NASA? 
Who is it? Well, yeah, Space Forces. Okay. So, ooh, oh, that's right. We have Space, space Force, Force now. Mm-hmm. The least of the military branches. <laughs> the Space Force. <laughs> I'm sorry. It is. Can we be honest? I mean, it's cool that we got one now, I guess. Mm, yeah. But in case there is mm-hmm. aliens and stuff. But let's be honest. None of us are really, like, out there going, hey, it's mm-hmm. National Space Force Day, right? I mean... So he was going to Space Force to warn them yes. that ali- aliens did, and Chinese dragons were fighting. Where did he get his information? I don't know. That's uh. parts of, you know, what is still incomplete here. Is he monitoring outer space with his multiple dishes? Obviously. He knew something was happening and he had to warn people. Did he read it on a uh, website on the internet? <laughs> is he in contact with Chinese dragons? Why um, does it have to be Chinese dragons? Why can't it be <laughs> British dragons? They had British dragons in Reign of Fire with Christian Bale and Matthew McConaughey. See? And they were deadly. I don't know. Chinese dragons might be worse. I don't know. I don't know. They look like they like to party. Every time I see a Chinese dragon, he's just floating around, hanging out with people in the square. Sounds They're like, I thought they were breathing fire. Well, I mean, they can, but doesn't. I don't see anybody getting burned in those parties. You ever see a, uh, one of them Chinese dragons burning people? Mm-mm. It's on the menu, man. <laughs> it's the year of the dragon. All right, cool. Whole year of them. Let's go. Those British dragons, they, they, they burn everything and then eat the ash. That's not good. And this guy knows about it? Yeah. And we're locking him he's up. trying to sound mm-hmm. the alarm, and we just... Thought he was crazy. Yeah. I remember that movie. Randy Quaid. He was trying to tell people for years that the aliens had come down. And they all thought he was just some mm-hmm. drunk some drunk pilot who See? was spraying the wrong fields. Yeah, that's a bad example, maybe. Yeah. No, it's not a bad example. <laughs> I saw the movie. It was Independence Day. He'd been telling people, I've been hey. saying it for years, haven't I? Yeah. Hello, boys. Remember me? And then he got his chance, right, at the end? This guy knows about dragons mm-hmm. and aliens. And we're not listening. Right. We're at risk now. I feel at risk. Chinese dragons and aliens. Sounds like a good movie. I mean, Sharknado. There was flying sharks. Yeah, so what's this, this, this? My guess is there's already some sort of sci-fi aliens versus Chinese dragons movie out there. Stay tuned. Stay tuned for further developments, which will be broadcast immediately as received. We've got more of the best of the morning sickness in just a bit. Hell yeah, bitch. <laughs> Best of the Morning Sickness with Brian and Gene, only on 95.7 The Rock. You got trouble opening uh, jars of pickles? No, I'm usually the guy that has to open all the jars. Oh, look at you, Mr. Muscle Man. Oh, right. Mr. <laughs> Mr. Muscle Magazine. Yeah, right. Watch out, watch out. What about you, Gene? I have this... Uh, a tool? Is it yeah, like the rubber? Is it's it a rubber, rubber thing. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. I'll tell you, and it works great. But I'll tell you what, I didn't have that in the hotel room in Minneapolis or St. Paul, and I struggled mightily with a twist-off wine bottle shot. It was <laughs> me and it, and it was someone was losing. I tried a wet rag. I tried every. Finally, I did get it open, but it was not a pleasant experience. Several different tricks uh, for opening up uh, jars that are being a bit stingy. Obviously, you can uh, pop the bottom shot. They say. You take yeah. it you upside mm-hmm. down, you pop okay. the bottom with yep. your open uh, flat palm. Always do it. Yep. And that'll help. Uh, Create the pressure or something. Uh, yeah, loosen the pressure inside. <laughs> you can also take like bang a. Bang it on the countertop. Bang it on, bang the lid on the countertop to kind of mm-hmm. give it a loosen or grab a knife and kind of mm-hmm. hit the side of that thing. But uh, if you're having trouble opening jars, it's a good sign that you might die. Okay. You're dying. That took Shaw. a turn. You're dying because you can't open jars. What? How is that related? New research out of Austria. Yeah. That's with the muscles from Brussels. (laughs) (laughs) The new research out of Austria has found that, quote, weak hand grip strength may signal more serious health issues like heart problems, lung issues, and even a lower life expectancy shock. 
I but because you can't get your hand into that pickle jar quick enough, you might be dying. Huh. It's a little bit convoluted, obviously, but there is some science. Basically, hand grip strength can be a quick and inexpensive way to assess overall muscle strength. Huh. And muscle strength has proven to be a fairly accurate indicator of mortality, Shaw. Study basically created different ranges of strength that can be measured and then compared it to others of the same age, sex, body height. Uh-oh, body height, Shaw. And <laughs> I'm in trouble. You're in big trouble here, mister. Interestingly enough, it doesn't work both ways. The concern is having weaker than average strength. A stronger than average hand grip doesn't necessarily mean you'll live extra long, however. Mm. So it doesn't work in the, in, in the other direction there. But if you're having trouble with those jars, you may want to start using one of the... What do they call those things? You'd know. The squeezy thing. I don't know. It's the rubber Shana's. circle thing. I don't know what they're called. I know what they are, but... You know the squeezy thing, the strength in your arm and your hand and your grip. And oh, I see what you mean. You yeah. know, the weightlifting thing. The yeah, yeah, thing. yeah. There's like springs. And yeah, yeah, yeah. They have grips on them. But yeah, those rubber circles or whatever, I don't, uh, do they only come in circles? Are they squares and stuff like that? that? I just have that one. Okay, That's, yeah. I don't know. But and it's you keep it in your drawer. Game and changer. Big time game changer. It gives you a better grip on the lid. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you can't get a good look, uh, grip on it, Shaw. You have trouble getting a grip on it, Shaw? Better write that one down, Gene. He can't get a grip on it. You having trouble getting a grip on it, Sean? Not at all. You want me to show you how to get <laughs> a good grip all. on it? You want to show me uh, show me how you do the two-handed grip, Sean? Mm-hmm. That's the grip I prefer. I need a pickle jar. Give me the two-handed grip, Sean. Show me. Uh-huh. Show show me on the doll uh-huh. how you do the two-handed grip. <laughs> rip it. Grip it and rip it, Sean. No, don't rip it. Bad idea. Let's put on a show. You are listening to the best of the Morning Sickness Podcast. But let's be honest, Shaw's the real star of the show. A 35-second shot, Cock. Yeah, what? You think you're a good neighbor? Yes. Are you friendly with all of your neighbors? I know you used to be uh, friendly, but then people moved in and out, and obviously things changed. Well, we've lived in that neighborhood for 20-some years now, so it's the wave and the not. I mean, you know who who people are and what house yeah. they belong in. And then people come and go, right? We've got some new neighbors across the street just bought the house that went up for sale last year. Haven't met them yet, but still the, you know, hi. It's a beautiful day in this neighborhood. Unspoken rules of neighbor etiquette. Would you be mine? These should be pretty obvious. Somebody recently put together the unspoken rules of neighborhood etiquette that will make your neighbors like you, love you, appreciate you, be happy they live next to you or near you. What do you think's on the list, Gene? Well, for me, I, making your, picking up your crap and mowing your lawn and being, you know, like keeping your stuff together is important. Not being loud is probably on there. Number four, pick up after your pets. Make sure their yeah. waste gets in your trash. That's on the list. Mm-hmm. Because you want your block to look nice, so you, you know. Yeah. We have some new people that moved into our neighborhood, and I don't think they're going to make it. My neighbor. They were the fireworks people. Yeah. This year. We already have a fireworks guy. And they <laughs> it were. It could be more than fun one, I guess. They were middle of the road, middle of the day with a baby in the front yard, fireworks people. Okay. That's all right. They were also 2 a.m. fireworks people. And the cops have already been to their house once. Okay. And they legit just moved in like three weeks ago. So we'll see. I don't think they're going to make it. The neighborhood we live in is a little bit different now. Not 2 a.m. fireworks? No, certainly not. Uh, Number one on the list of the unspoken rules of neighbor etiquette, according to this uh, list that somebody put together, 
Don't steal your neighbor's packages of mail. That should be obvious. Don't steal in general. I was just going to say that has to be on the list. Of course, that would make you good. That's just a good person. Do it before you're 18. (laughs) Don't do that. Uh, If you're parking on the street, try to leave room for others. Also, don't take others designated spots or block their driveways. Be conscious of where you're parking. Yes. Especially the sidewalk out front is, you know, don't be right there. Well, maybe when you first move in, you don't know, right? You don't know that your neighbor might need access to that sidewalk. Maybe they're handicapped. You never know. But as soon as you find out, be cognizant of that. Yes. Agreed. Uh, Give your neighbors a heads up when you're having a party. Try Uh to keep the noise down. Do that. We tried to do that with our neighbor uh, the first year we moved in, but he wasn't even home. And we had told the people across the street, we said, hey, we have a party. It doesn't get too out of hand. We're all older now, but... It does go late into the night, and uh, we tried to let people know. Now we we're now we're inviting the people down the street so that <laughs> hopefully they can come and enjoy it as well. Uh, number four, again, pick up after your pets. Make sure their waste gets in the trash. Be mindful of how loud your vehicle is. I have an issue with that because I leave at 2 a.m., and my motorcycle is kind of loud in the morning, so I try not to rip down the street. I mean, I can't help how loud it is when I started, but I'm not, like, I'm not burning rubber when I leave the neighborhood at 2 in the morning. Be mindful of how loud your dogs are. Mm-hmm. Oof, we got some people in our neighborhood that, yeah, all hours of the day and night. If you have really close neighbors who suffer from allergies or respiratory issues, let them know uh, if mowing or grilling uh, so they can close their windows. I'm not going that far. That's too much. I mean, it, unless you're living in my house, <laughs> I'm not going to tell you about my grilling or mowing activities. Again, this is a list somebody put together of uh, unspoken rules of neighborhood etiquette. When it comes to yard maintenance, try to read the room. Don't be the house with the mm-hmm. worst yard. Well, on that's the block. what I'm saying. Like, yeah. don't you got to take care. We had a, and one of our neighbors was trying to sell our house, and one of our other neighbors was like, not taking. It's like it was right, right across the street. It's like that's the view of the new people. They're trying to sell their house, man. Can right. you just bringing down the value of the neighborhood? Just mobile or something. Pick up your garbage. Unwritten rules of the neighborhood. Um, don't come over uninvited. I mean, obviously, if you're out in the yard, you're doing stuff, and they want to come over and have a little chit-chat, hey, how you doing? Oh, so, but don't just, like, welcome yourself into the backyard. <laughs> Depends on your relationship with your neighbors, obviously, but yes. You got any you want to add? Um, don't be crazy. Is that, is that on the list? <laughs> Sure, why not? Throw it on there. <laughs> hey, you that just moved in, don't you be crazy, all right? <laughs> we got enough okay, of that already. Yeah, that already that. moved, that moved out. No more. Not awesome, not great. The best is yet to come. But better than average. You go to the best. You are listening to the best of the Morning Sickness Podcast. Earlier, we were talking about neighborhood etiquette. Mm-hmm. A lot of responses from people wanting to weigh in. About the situation, about the neighbors, things that bother them. Unwritten rules about neighborhood etiquette, Mm -hmm. unspoken rules. Wendy says, our neighbors are the best ever. It's a cemetery. People are dying to get in there. (laughs) Sorry, that was bad. It was. They don't complain about anything. They're quiet. (laughs) I suppose, but then you got to be near the zombies when they start digging their way out of their caskets, right? Isn't that the deal? You're the first line of defense, Wendy. Well, and I'm sure somebody probably is a caretaker of that, too. So it's mowed nice and looks like, you know. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, most yeah. cemeteries, are mm-hmm. the, you know. Very cared for. 
And if you ever want to have a seance or play a Ouija board or something like that, you got a, you got a spot to very, do it. Very quiet neighbors. Very quiet. Dark over there, too, right? Not a lot of lights in the cemetery? Uh, Diane says, I live in the country and love it. No close neighbors, only deer and turkeys. Best neighbors ever. Yeah. I don't know. You got wild animals running around all the time. That's how my mom is. Yeah, I, there's... Look, some people, they yeah, dig that, that country quiet. living. Yep. Some people like it. Not yeah. me, man. I want to live in the city. I like that hum, that ambient noise. I like the ambient light. I like being able to go and get a tornado at 2 a.m., <laughs> five five minutes up the street or whatever, you know? I like that option. I like being near the hospital. That's always <laughs> nice. <laughs> uh, let's see. Who did we get? Brenna, Brenna, by the way, with a, with a great text talking about the garden gnomes, saying that her parents had a garden gnome in their front yard. Their hoarder neighbor put a garden gnome in her front yard. Gradually, her gnome got closer and closer to my parents' gnome until it was sitting right next to it. See, I, I don't. I think that's the long play. I, I don't mind that. I think that's funny. Got a message from Zach says, "Don't leave your bikes in the yard." Zach does not want any kids around his yard at all. Leaving bikes there? Yeah. Why, Zach? Maybe you're just living in a bad neighborhood. I don't know. Also says, when walking by and your neighbor's curtains are open, don't look in. I don't know, dude. If you're doing something that you shouldn't be doing in front of an open window, maybe don't do it in front of the open window. People tend to look, right? Neighborhood etiquette. I mean, don't stop and stare. <laughs> right, that's weird. Yeah, like, hello. It's not a TV. Hi. You know? Is it a light up? It's light up windows with people inside. It must be a television. Honey, it's a new season over here. <laughs> They're starting a new first episode. Come on over. Yeah, no, don't do that. I like it. No, I love it. Keep listening. More of the best of the morning sickness is coming up. Where's this coming from, man? 95 7. The Rock. One of them can have an entire conversation made up of movie quotes. I paid a fool. The other two usually have no clue what the f*** he just said. You like movies about gladiators. You love to party. I'll be back. Wednesday mornings at 8.15. Win Brian's morning show money. They're always after me, lucky charms. By playing You're Killing Me Shaws. You're killing me, Smalls. I want you to be nice. Until it's time. You're killing me, Shaws. Brought to you by GECU, the friendly credit union. You're killing me, Jeans. No Shaw. So you're stepping in. For a whopping $10, I'm going to take this one, Brian. I'm going to take the stress and angst of this. Got a pinch hitter today. I do. For your killing me, Shaws. Mm -hmm. Gene, stepping in for Scott Robert Shaw. $10 of my morning show money up for grabs, courtesy of GECU. You have no faith in yourself. Doc also texting in, has zero faith in you, but it doesn't matter what you think or what Doc thinks. It's only about caller 15. 608-784-0957 is the number. Who's this? Uh, Hunter Fortney. Hunter, are you familiar with how this game is played? Yes, I am. All right, Hunter, do you think Gene's going to know the movie quote or not? I do not. You're saying no. Everybody's saying no, boy. Nobody has faith in Gene. Nobody (laughs) has faith in Gene. Ten bucks of my morning show money. What are you going to do if you win? Uh, I'll probably just donate it back. Donate it to the Rock Foundation. Look at this guy. Ten dollars of my morning show money up for grabs, courtesy of GECU. If Hunter wins, that ten dollars goes to the Rock Foundation. If he loses, we'll add ten dollars to it. Rolls over. And make it twenty bucks next week. Ready, Gene? Sure. 
I have a feeling you're going to know this one. I have faith in the gene. <laughs> I do. You ready? Mm-hmm. Listen closely, Gene. To this movie quote. Movie quote. I love scotch. I love scotch. Scotch is got scotch. Here it goes down. Down into my belly. Would you like to hear that again? Yes. All right, here we go. Listen closely. I love scotch. I love scotch. Scotch is got scotch. Here it goes down. Down into my belly. Okay. You want to hear it one more time just to be sure? Mm-hmm. Did you hear what he said? Yeah, and I think the movie, the music is helping me, too. Right, I mean, listen, like... Listen closely. There is some music there in the background. I love scotch. I love scotch. Scotch is got scotch. Here it goes down. Down into my belly. Well, yeah. I think the, the voice and the music is helping me because that's narrowing it down to me, and it can't be, like... It occurs very early. It's in, gotta, yeah. It occurs very early in the movie, uh, sort of during the opening scene. It's got to. I mean, I'm trying to think of all his movies. It's got to be Anchorman. Oh! Has to be on National Scotch Day. Is it really? I love scotch. Scotch, 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 scotch. Here it goes down, down into my belly. I love scotch. Anchorman, The Legend of Ron Burgundy, starring Will Ferrell, who loves scotch and has many fine leather-bound books. Bark twice if you're in Milwaukee. Milk was a bad choice. <laughs> I just watched that. I well, not just. I don't know. Within the last year or whatever, again. That is a and, just for you. Yeah, it is a just for me. For and me, it'd be like two days ago. No, and I mean within and I, you know, it's just funny. Funny, yeah. I mean, you remember, you know, it's funny, and you remember the lines, but then you watch it again, and you're like, yep, yep, it was funny. I think my favorite scene. Is when the news crews fight each other. In oh the back gosh, alley. it's too much. It is too much. Brick pulls out a hand grenade. <laughs> <laughs> it's too much. I'm ready to rock when you are. So let's do this. It's the best of the morning sickness. Good morning. The best of the morning sickness. Only on 95.7 The Rock. It's summertime, summertime, some, some, summertime, summertime, summertime. Tips you can use all summer long. Here's a tip. And just the tip. Whoa. It's the summer party tip. Every Wednesday morning between Memorial Day and Labor Day. Welcome to summer. Go. Thanks to A1 Glass. And only on The Morning Sickness. On 95.7 The Rock. Summer party tip each and every Wednesday morning brought to you by A1 Glass. Celebrating 50 years in the business. And because of that, they're giving away a $50 Quick Trip gift card each and every Wednesday here on The Morning Sickness. And this week, our winner is... Dominic Rohrbach. Dominic Rohrbach. Congratulations. You got a $50 Quick Trip gift card courtesy of A1 Glass. Summer party tip each and every Wednesday morning. What do you need at a party, Gene? Uh, beverages. Beverages. What else? Music. Music. What else? Snacks. Food, certainly. What else? Uh, bug spray. <laughs> yeah. Lighting, if it's at night. It depends yeah. on if it's at night or not. What about things to do? Games, parties, games. stuff. Games. Games, 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 ladder golf, cornhole. As Homestar Runner would say, games. <laughs> Giant Jenga. Yeah. Years ago, when my wife and I first started having our backyard barbecues, it was just some friends in the backyard with some chips and beers. That legitimately was it. 
Yeah. We just sat back there with some music and ate chips Don't and drank beers. Don't have to overcomplicate it, yeah. And then as it progressed, and now we're in year 14 or 15, whatever year it is, you had to start adding things to it. You had to start doing stuff, right? People have expectations that they're going to be entertained, that there's going to be stuff to do. We had karaoke. We have bands. We bought the giant Jenga a few years ago, the Jello Shot Jenga. Here are some outdoor drinking games that you can have at your backyard barbecue this year. You can certainly buy one of those outdoor giant Jengas. Make sure you purchase the correct Jello Shot holder. <laughs> some of them are wider than they are deep, and you got to make sure they fit into those pre-drilled holes. Another game that you can try. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm not a fan of cornhole. I'm going to put that right out there. I don't dislike it. I just, if it's there, I'm probably not going to play. I have no interest in it. For whatever reason, I just, it's not my thing. I know a lot of people here in Wisconsin, it's like the state game. Everybody loves cornhole. That's fine. But if you're looking for something different, Uh something other than cornhole. Okay, hit me up. uh, You might want to try ladder golf, obviously. I got a ladder golf tournament at our our party every year for $100 uh, $100 of my morning show Mm -hmm. money. Uh, What about Beersby? We've talked about that one before. We have. Now, I think I'm going to set up a Beersby in my backyard this year, along with the ladder golf tournament. That sounds dangerous. And if you've never played Beersby, it's actually really easy and affordable. It's just basically a Frisbee and a couple of PVC pipes. Or you can get an aluminum pipe. Think like, uh, think the Festivus pole. Similar to mm-hmm. that. Yep, I know you're what talking you're talking something about. like five, maybe six feet tall. You stick it in the ground a little bit. And then you put a beer can or a beer bottle on top of that bad boy about 36 feet apart, and you're throwing the Frisbee back and forth. You got two teams of two. You're trying to knock the bottle off of the pole, whether you hit the pole, whether you hit the bottle. There's different point systems. You can read more about this on the Morning Sickness page at 957therock.com. But Beersby, if you've never played it, is a very fun game, and you can have a beer in one hand while you're playing. That's important, right? That's very important. A lot of times... You're too busy with two hands with those cornhole bags, right? I like holding... bocce ball. You know bocce ball? Bocce's the big okay. one and the little one. And Here's a new can... one that I saw the other day. Uh, it's another Frisbee game. It's called Can Jam. You ever play Can-Jam, this? Can Jam, no. Uh, it's basically a couple of five-gallon buckets of Frisbee and some beers. Okay. Now, they do sell specialty licensed versions of Can Jams that you can buy online. It's got the Badgers or the Packers or whatever. Uh, but think like five-gallon bucket. With sort of a slit cut in it, big enough so that the Frisbee can go in there. The cans are about 50 feet apart. You choose teams, two teams of two. Each team member stands opposite sides, and you alternate throwing the Frisbee back and forth. There's all sorts of different ways to win. Uh, There's dingers, there's deuces, there's dunks, and there's done deals. The done deal is if you throw the Frisbee and it goes right into that chute, that little slot that you cut in in your five-gallon bucket, that's 21 points and the game is over. Uh, there's all sorts of different rules and stuff, but Can Jam, a fun little Frisbee game for the backyard. And again, doesn't require very much. You can hmm, buy a okay. set yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. online for a few Easy bucks. turnkey, doesn't have to have yeah. a big investment. Yeah. Uh, again, uh, Jello Shot Jenga is my suggestion. If you're going to invest, uh, you can get one for like 80 bucks, 100 bucks, And we, we've used it every year. And if you run out of Jello, you can just substitute Jameson or whatever booze you prefer to drink. Obviously, there's all sorts of other stuff. Have you ever heard of High Noon? Yeah, why have I? It's uh, think a think of a, a duel, a, a gun duel, okay. right? Old West style. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But instead, you're standing back to back with your opponent, and there's really no point in this game. Uh, there's no winning necessarily, I guess. But you have a beer, your favorite beer, in your hand. It's full. You haven't had any of it yet. 
You stand back to back with your opponent. You take 10 paces. You turn, you chug your beer, and then you crush the can and throw it at your opponent. You, you throw it at them? And whoever gets hit loses. Oh, okay. High noon. High noon. Uh, there's also, of course, Dizzy Bat, Washers, oh, yeah, Dizzy Flip Bat. Cup. There's no, so many I, other. Washers, I played that. Flip Cup, I played. Yeah, so many I'm other. Di- Dizzy Bat's not for me, man. So many other uh, outdoor drinking games. But again, Cam Jam mm-hmm. uh, is one I recommend trying. Okay. Uh, the giant Jello Shot Jenga is certainly yeah. a great additive to any party. Uh-huh. Uh, make sure it's it's a level, obviously. Make sure it's in an area where you don't mind getting jello because that thing's going to topple over and make a mess. So if you have a really nice deck and you don't want it to get stained or full of sticky jello, maybe move it off of that. Uh, and then, of course, you can also try Beersby if you haven't played it yet. Ladder golf tournament, always fun. There you go. Some outdoor drinking games to have at your backyard party. That is your summer party tip. Courtesy of A1 Glass. Ryan. Ryan. Gene. Gene. Shaw. Shaw. And when you want the job done right... You go to the best. You are listening to the best of the Morning Sickness Podcast. I'm on Chili Dough. Chili Dough. Chili Dough. Chili Dough. Happy National Chili Dog Day. Now, why don't you go out there and get you some? Ooh, something I can get behind, Sean. Uh-huh. National Chili Dog Day. Remember the guy who took Jack and Diane by John Cougar Mellencamp, the Cougar, and. Basically sang all the lyrics as Chili Dog. Oh, yes. Now I do. <laughs> Remember this guy? Yes. Sucking on a chili, chili dog. Sucking on a chili dog. <laughs> Sucking on a chili dog. Sucking on a chili dog. <laughs> chili dog. Sucking on a chili dog. <laughs> Sucking on a dog. Sucking on a chili dog. Sucking on. Oh, yeah. Sucking on a chili, chili dog. Sucking on a chili dog. Sucking on chili. Honestly, it's more fun to sing that than it is to sing Jack and Diane. <laughs> Outside the oh, tasty yeah. freeze. National Chili Dog Day, Shaw. You that gonna have some chili good. dogs for lunch? Uh, I don't think so, but it sounds good. How do you how do you make your chili dogs? Uh, How do you assemble them? Like, if you, I, I'm assuming you've got all the ingredients, everything you need. Yeah, I don't make my own chili dog sauce. I just buy it in a jar. But okay, is there a specific kind of chili you buy? I forget what it's called, but yeah. Okay, I know it's not something I buy often. Right. But, like, how do you do you do something underneath the dog in terms of ketchup, mustard? Onions, onions? and mustard and onions chili dog sauce. Onions, mustard, chili dog sauce, then the dog on top? Uh, the, the chili sauce on top. You know, you can just go to Rudy's, right? Yeah, exactly. What I, like to, what I like to do is I, uh, I do onions on the bottom, inside the bun, and then uh, a little line of ketchup, then the dog, then the chili, then onions, okay. and then cheese. Cheese, yeah. And I'm not talking a ton of ketchup. I know some people go crazy with the ketchup, but I'm talking like a very thin line, just sort of to keep those onions tamped down inside mm-hmm. the bun. A little glue there, yeah. Yeah, a little bit, a little bit. Gene? Uh, if I'm going to make it at home, it's going to be with my leftover chili that I've made. Otherwise, I'm going somewhere and somebody else is doing it for me. Wow. This is hoity-toity. <laughs> no, I just, I'm not going to mess around. I'm gonna, I'm gonna I know go- people who make their own sauce, which I've never done, but. Not just chili, you mean? Like Right. You can make the chili dog sauce. Yeah, you know, it's no, real meaty. No, that's not a thing. Nice of Gene to no. talk to us commoners. <laughs> I'm just not going to mess around with that when I can go to Rudy's. Leave it to the experts, yeah. Yes. Sucking on Chili Dog, Sean. Mm-hmm. National Chili Dog Day. Have a chili dog for lunch. 
Hold on to 16 as long as you can. There too. you go. Changes come around real soon. Make us women and men. You think the cougar himself knows about this chili dog version of his oh, song? I'm oh, I'm sure. Must, yeah. It'd be funny if he played that like when he was <laughs> doing it would be. just messing with people. Sucking on chili dog, chili, chili dog. Don't go anywhere. Another dose of the best stuff from the morning sickness is on the way. It's coming. It's coming. It's coming. It's coming. The best of the morning sickness. Only on favorite station. 95.7 The Rock. And we've long talked about the dangers of things in the water. Oh, yeah. Sharks. Yeah. We've been hearing more and more about yeah, shark right. attacks on the Northeast yeah, Coast. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, we've heard about alligators that we've have been seen, spotted like, several in lakes. alligators in, in Wisconsin. In Wisconsin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And elsewhere. And I just told you this week about jellyfish in Minnesota. And jellyfish in Minnesota. And you, you speculated about those oh-so-cute dolphins. Yeah, I was and saying... Said, that, maybe even they want to hurt us. Well, I was Aww. telling you, you go down to these things in Florida or wherever there are theme parks, and they let you swim with the dolphins for a fee, and these dolphins get horny and try to have sex with you. Well, this dolphin wasn't horny and didn't try to have sex. Yeah. Beachgoers in Japan have been warned to stay away from a displeased dolphin that's accused of biting swimmers. Uh, they say that uh, they set up a device that emits yeah, ultrasonic frequencies to home. try and repel it. A sign has been put up warning dolphin fans not to touch the animal. Don't there have been the at least 10 incidents involving dolphin bites reported at that beach so far this summer. Injuries have been minor so far, but they warn of potentially severe wounds. They say if you spot them, don't go near them. The city believes the series of attacks are the work of a single dolphin, apparently. One dolphin. One he is really angry, angry, angry dolphin. dolphin. He's yes, had it. of course he is. He's sick of people coming in his house. Mm-hmm. How would you like it if somebody just walked into your house all the time and, and just- tried to touch you waited around right. thinking they belong there that's what people are doing they're going in the jaw they're going in sharks uh, like house well and stay out it's the trying to touch it probably the part did you see the monk seal noise. lady no well this lady got what she deserved this is her own damn fault i'm not blaming the monk seal the monk seal's hanging out with its its pup it, ha- it had a baby yeah and this idiot lady people were telling her don't go in the water the monk seal's out there it's gonna protect its baby that's exactly what it bit this woman like a mm-hmm. bunch of different times oh Well, she was stupid to begin with. Yes. Get out of the way. Get it out of the way. Somebody called the police, right? I called the ambulance. Okay. Are you okay? Are you okay? Yeah. Yeah, I got bit. A lot of germs. Nothing broke the skin, right? Friggin' idiot. She went out there thinking she was going to be able to pet it. Oh, look at the cute seal. Hard to have sympathy for her. Well, that lady, she's stupid. That's stupid. Yeah. Yeah, stupid. Yes. (laughs) There's video of it, too. She's like out there trying to swim with this thing like, oh, I'm being part of nature, you moron. That's stupid. She's stupid, Sean. I wish it had broken the skin. I wish it had ate her asshole. <laughs> Sick of these people. So stupid. You big dumb moron. Vi- Google it. You'll see the video. It's crazy. 60-year-old lady goes out in the water like some kind of Don't idiot. go out there. People told her, don't go in the water, you big Wait, dummy. There's a baby out there. There's a monk seal mom with her puppy. You know what she's going to do? She's going to protect her puppy. Mm-hmm. She thinks you're an invasive species. Go out there, you dumbass. More foots and asses, Sean, than we need. <laughs> These people didn't get beat as kids. They didn't know. I got beat. I know better than to go in the ocean. I'd go in the ocean, get bit by a shark. My dad'd be like, see, you dumbass. Mm-hmm. I told you not to go in the ocean, you big stupid idiot. Dolphins biting people. Jaws biting people. Alligators biting people. Jellyfish stinging people. Monk seals biting people. Don't go in the ocean. Don't go in the water. Stay out of there. Not for us, Sean. <laughs> Brian, Gene, and Shaw get their best stuff every Saturday morning. All systems go.
the best of the morning sickness. Only on 95.7 The Rock. We knew somewhere, sometime, God would provide, and he did. Because it had been a strip mall, in addition to being a strip club, much of it had never even been built out. And so it was fairly easy for us to kind of turn that into classroom space little by little. We just found that humorous. We took the drywall off of the windows because it was just a darker environment Mm -hmm. in many different ways. And we've let the light in and we think of it as the light of Jesus. Oh, Jesus Christ. (laughs) What? What? Oh my God, this is so funny. We let the light in and it's... I like the light light in. Why why would you cover up windows? You know why there were windows covered up? Because it used to be a strip club. Didn't you hear her say that? Mm -hmm. And now it's going to be a church. Yeah, well, no, it's a, a Christian school. school I mean, a Christian right. school. Yep. Yeah, so this is uh, in Wisconsin, right? Yes. Where is it? Uh, I just saw it. Like, is it by Milwaukee, I think? I think it's Ozaki. Ozaki County? I think so. Okay, I don't. I guess I don't know where that is. Yeah, it's near Milwaukee. No, Milwaukee. That's what I thought it was. But yeah, so the, it used to be a strip mall and a strip club, and therefore it had drywall over the windows to keep oh, people, yeah. from, people from getting a free show uh-huh. of the young ladies whilst they yeah, 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 yeah. spun around on the poles. And uh, they say that uh, God showed them a, showed them the way. That was mm-hmm. how they found it. Shaw was that God told them you need to put a Christian school inside this former strip club. That, by the way, the former strip club was called the Spearmint Rhino. Ooh, I think they should call the school that. That would be the cool. Spearmint Rhino yeah. Christian yeah, School yeah, for yeah, Jesus. Yeah, yeah. The Mister Jesus Spearmint <laughs> Rhino yes, Christian School. Yes, yeah. <laughs> Does it cost a dollar for lunch? We're the rhinos. Where the rhinos, the spearmint rhinos, mm-hmm. can they have it? How, how old are the kids in this school, first of all, before we start making Yeah, notes? I think it's elementary. Okay, yeah. all right. You sick, oh, disgusting, no, third perverted. Third to eighth grader, sorry. Third to eighth, yeah. You no, sick, are, yep. pervert, you disgusting individual <laughs> making jokes. Sorry. How dare you, Shaw? The Spearmint Rhino Christian Academy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, no, Love no. You think parents are, are complaining? You know they're complaining. Somebody's complaining. People complain about everything. Well, probably. Even when I was in seventh grade a million years ago, Jacob Dilk's parents complained because we were watching movies in English class. We had it made. And Jacob Dilk had to go home and tell his parents. Suddenly no more movies. And that... That was that. That was it. That first Karen showed herself, crept out of her cave, and we had to stop watching movies. Instead of of reading books, we were watching movies. It was great. We had it made, Shaw. (laughs) Jacob Dilk had to go ruin it. They made a book out of this. Yeah. Oh, they made a book out of this? Love that joke. The uh, Spearmint Rhino Christian Academy for for Mr. Jesus. Yeah, you got to assume some parents complaining, right? Probably because they're paying tuition if it's a Christian school. So I don't want my kid going where there were panties and oh, glitter one. and stuff. Did they completely do a complete remodel? They've done a lot of cleaning. <laughs> <laughs> that, by the way, was the head of the Christian school, Chris Austin, talking about how they felt about transforming the former strip club into a Christian school. You want the best. Do they need the air? Do they need the air? Give them the air. You got it. That's the best part. The best of the morning sickness. Oh, it's the best. Saturdays on 95.7. The Rock. It's Friday. The weekend's here, and you're looking for something to do. Check out three things to do in and around lacrosse this weekend. Three, of course, is one more than two. See more on the morning sickness page at 957therock.com or on the free 957therock app. It's the weekend.
It's here finally, the weekend, and it's going to start warming up. Mid-80s tomorrow and uh, Sunday, and then up near 90 on Monday. But today, 80 and beautiful, and we're going to ride the bike out to Sparta later on for that new uh, ramen place. Uh, Matsumoto Ramen House. That's our dinner tonight, Shaw. Might stop by the beer shop as well while we're out there in Sparta. Sounds like a good start to the weekend. Oh, yeah. Then tomorrow I'll be at the uh, kickoff for the uh, Thunder Ride, and then I got the Rock Stop at Doggy Zen and Den in Holman tomorrow. And uh, if you're looking for something to do this weekend, here's a list of things that are going on that you might want to check out. Starting today, running through the weekend, the third annual Dees Fest at the uh-huh. Bluebird Campground. Nice. nice weekend for that, too. Oh, man. There's going to be so many sweet jams up there mm. on stage. Oh, my gosh. Tug, the White Iron Band, Fliberty Gibbet, Abby Lane, the Kyle Renfro Trio, and Cheech in every single band. Yes. <laughs> oh, look, it's Cheech again. Hey, yeah. Uh, but Dee's Fest is out there at Bluebird Campground. There may still be some camping available uh, if you're looking to stay for the weekend. They've got music all weekend long. There's going to be vendors. There's going to be food. There's going to be beers, obviously. And uh, tickets are available for 50 bucks. You can buy them at Treehuggers Co-op in downtown or on the north side of town. You can also get them at Cannabis Depot, Instrument Repair of Lacrosse, or at the Bluebird Campground. And, of course, it runs this weekend uh, right here, basically, in our backyard, Shaw, right there in mm-hmm. County B. Uh, Dees Fest, third annual. Uh, let's see. Tomorrow morning, a uh, beautiful day for a ride. Of course, uh, looks like a mix of sun and clouds mm-hmm. with a high of 85. So, please get to Rod's Ride on Power Sports for the 20th annual Chad Erickson Memorial Thunder Ride for Juvenile Diabetes. Juvenile Diabetes doesn't take a, mm-hmm. a year off, Shaw, so no. neither do they. And registration tomorrow at uh, Rod starts at 8, uh, 8.30 in the morning. Kickstand's up at 10 a.m. It's only 30 bucks. It's open to motorcycles, classic cars, convertibles. There's a post-ride party at Timmer's 10-Mile Pub. They're going to have uh, food, drinks, prizes, raffles. They're raffling, by the way, a brand new. This thing is sweet. Have you seen this? I heard you talking about it. Brand new 2022 Kawasaki Mule side-by-side UTV. They're raffling one of those off. It's like an eight to $10,000 vehicle, man. It's one of those UTVs that you get for the mm-hmm. farm or if you just want to go out and have some fun. Uh, and that, of course, is tomorrow with the Thunder Ride. Tomorrow night's Lacrosse Fairground Speedway racing. All sorts of different stuff happening. They've got uh, the Quick Trip Late Models. they got the Lawn Keeper Sportsman. Ants Complete Pest Control Hornets. What is this? College Bowl season? Uh, auto Value Hobby Stocks, Auto Value Six Shooters, and the High School Racing Association. Uh, tickets started just $4 for kids age 6 to 11. They have a family pack for $34, and gates open at 5.30 tomorrow night at the Lacrosse Fairground Speedway for racing action. Qualifying at 5.30, beginning uh, racing uh, starts at about 7 o'clock. So uh, a full night of racing. And then on hashtag Sunday Funday Shaw, uh, to be a little bit more serious, there is a, uh, a young gal. You may have heard the Rock Foundation promo. You may have seen it on the Rock Foundation uh, page at 957therock.com. But uh, Cassidy Elson uh, is uh, a 15-year-old girl in our area, has leukodystrophy, a rare terminal brain disease. It's also known as vanishing white matter, VMW, or uh, VWM, excuse me. Uh, it's a progressive neurological deterioration of the white matter that destroys the brain's white matter, and there is no treatment for this. Um, so Cassidy Elson and her family having a benefit on the south side of lacrosse to, on Sunday at All-Star Banquet Hall from 11 a.m. until 5 p.m. Food, refreshments, a live and silent auction, a bake sale, activities for the kids, mm-hmm. adults, and much more. You can attend. You can uh, donate items. You can also, of course, make donations at Ultra Federal Credit Union. You can find out more about that. Uh, on the Morning Sickness page or on the Rock Foundation page. Uh, plenty of different ways uh, to find out about that benefit for Cassidy Elson this Sunday 
at All-Star Banquet. And that is three things to do in and around lacrosse this weekend. Lots of other events happening, many of them on on AroundRiverCity.com. And if you've got an event coming up, you can submit it for free at AroundRiverCity.com. Missed it? Download it. This is the Morning Sickness Podcast. I love it. It's brilliant. On 957TheRock.com and the 957TheRock app.